Hi guys, and welcome back to the 100th episode of Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. I've said that a hundred times. That's kind of weird. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to give you an intro later in the episode. But what I'm going to do right now is explain to you what I've decided to do for the hundredth episode. So this week's episode, I'm going to call all of my close friends and family. And I told them they have to ask me questions. I'm basically making all my friends and family interview me. But yeah, I'm like, you guys have to ask me good questions, juicy questions. And I'm going to answer it on the spot. I gave them like a list of topics of what they have to choose from. And I was like, no holding back, like balls to the walls. Like, let's do this. So I have absolutely no idea what these questions are. But I'm excited to find out. And let's hope all these fuckers did the assignment and like actually did this. Okay. First person I'm going to call is Allie, who's someone super special to me because not nobody knows that. I actually have mentioned this several fucking times. Allie is the, she helps me like manage this podcast. So she handles a lot of the podcast and actually all of my social media. She is like my go-to person when I like need help with something like if I can't post something like I just run everything through Allie and Allie helps me with creative ideas Allie literally is like my manager that I don't pay yet but no Allie like helps with everything with midday matcha like Allie is my go-to person and especially my TikTok and my Instagram because you'd be a surprise there's a lot of things I'm not allowed to say or post and I did not know that so let's call Allie oh my god why am I kind of nervous hey Liv Allie What's that? It's that time. I know. Uh, my question's ready. Go. Oh, my God. Ask your fucking questions. I'm so nervous. Okay. Well, have you done this with anyone yet? No, you're my first one. Yes. Okay, cool. Because I kind of like my questions. So what is your number one rule or non-negotiable when it comes to dating? Um, I am not paying for anything. Like, date-wise, like, I'm not splitting the bill with you I am not like I just don't love that unless we're in like a relationship then I'm gonna pick up the check here and there but like in general I should never even know what the bill was well then you answered my second question oh wait should I do like dating more in like the sense of like relationship no I I think like dating like not boyfriend girlfriend oh okay go on I was gonna say well then You answered my second question, which should a man always pay for the first date? Always. I think it's absolutely pathetic if they don't pay and you shouldn't go on a second date if you split the bill. I just think it's actually gross and fucking weird. Like, I'm not going on a second date with you if we split the bill. You're immediately unattractive. Agreed, sis. Besides money, then, what is the biggest red flag when it comes to dating? immediately my mind went to love bombing but like I was just love bombed and that's why I think I said that but when it comes to dating that and like if they have girls commenting under their Instagram photos like yes if they have girls that are like putting hard eyes under their Instagram photos like that's the biggest fucking red flag they're a whore or or you notice that they're following a bunch of girls that don't follow them back oh yeah ew that's like pathetic I think you're absolutely pathetic if you follow a bunch of girls and they don't follow you back because then you're just like what like a fan of them like you're creepy (laughs) literally if you could go back and do over um 
like one of your past relationships or like any of them or an accumulation of them, what's one thing that you would change about yourself and them? So we can't change the guy. So if the guy cheated or just sucked, we can't change him. But like, what would you personally change within the relationship? I would change how giving I am up front, like how loving and giving I am right away. Mm -hmm. I would definitely change that like surprise, like believe it or not, like I'm a really loving and giving person and I just (laughs) gave so much. Like I literally gave boyfriends cars, which is like pathetic and weird. So like we're not even the TV. (laughs) Don't even talk about the TV. The TV was a dark day, dark day truly the darkest day you probably would have given him the condo no literally i'm like take every all my investments everything i've ever worked for have it all i love you it's so pathetic you're like here's the keys to my house i'll sleep outside literally i'm sleeping outside i could care less and then here's my last question and this one's really important because i'm gonna make my friend listen to this so you gotta give some good advice okay so i have a friend who just recently got out of a five-year relationship um she was the one to actually end it just because she felt like she couldn't love the guy a hundred percent and it was like unfair to him so what advice do you have for her as she starts dating again and she really wants to like focus on herself and whatnot first but also like have fun kind of build the roster play the pool but she's been out of the game for five years so what is one piece of advice you would give to her my piece of advice okay first off is going to be like love yourself take the time to heal take the time to love yourself but when you're ready to go out there and start dating i'm gonna say it's just it'll come back to you naturally like don't overthink everything because like i was out of the dating game for a while in the sense where I just didn't want to talk to anybody. It has, like, nothing to do with a relationship. But, like, mm-hmm. it's so much scarier when you're not in the dating game. And, like, then you're like, oh, fuck, I have to get back into this. Like, I'm literally terrified. And it's like, there's actually nothing to be scared about. Like, it's just like riding a bike. Like, you're going to remember exactly what it feels like, exactly what to do. And if it doesn't feel that way, then you're just not dating the right people. And you have to remember, wait, my biggest thing is, like, you actually have to remember that they're 20 times more nervous than you'll ever be. Like, they want to impress you. You don't even want to impress them. Like, they're probably terrified to even, like, go on a date with you because you're stunning and beautiful, and they're going to be terrified just sitting across from you. So, like, what are you nervous about? Like, there's nothing to be nervous about. That's a good um, perspective shift. I'm, like, nervous for everybody else's questions because I'm like, what the fuck could they possibly ask me? Like, I'm also involving Kaylee in this. Like, I'm even more scared. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm lit that you're involving Kaylee. Kaylee's my oldest sister, guys. And, like, I'm actually so fucking nervous because she's going to ask me, like, horrible questions. No, they're just going to be, like, completely out of pocket. Yeah, like, (laughs) so fucked up. You might need to take the minute to, like, step back think and that answer no literally i'm scared all right ali i love you so much thank you for love calling you. in congrats on your 100th episode dude n- right <laughs> i love you, love you. Bye. bye oh my god why am i nervous these are all my best friends and family all right guys the next person i'm calling is kaylee she's my oldest sister and she just like has no filter and like doesn't hold anything back Okay, go. Okay, so you just want me to, like, start with anything? Yeah, start with anything. Okay, why did you move to New York knowing you were broke? Kaylee. <laughs> Kaylee. Kaylee. I'm serious. Like, I, that's a serious question. Okay, I was, like, broke, but I wasn't 
broke where I couldn't move. And I moved because I knew if I, honestly, it was because I signed a six month lease and I had to get the fuck out of Chicago some way. Like that was about it. So that's your reason? My reason. And I like always wanted to live in New York. Okay. Okay. Um, Do you want me to go into the next question? (laughs) Yeah, go in the next question. Do you think there's any correlation between your expectations of men and how you were treated throughout your childhood witnessing our parents' marriage? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I think that I went through, (laughs) I think I went through relationships and expected the bare fucking minimum from guys because of what I grew up seeing, the atrocity that was in front of us. But now I think I have such high expectations. Wait, you know what's actually crazy is that I do have such high expectations now because like I will say the one thing dad did was like take care of everybody. And like if we went to like dinner or vacations or anything, like he was always paying for everything and like when he had money. So I like definitely think that plays a role into like when I date people now, like that randomly came up a couple weeks ago where I was like taking, I was going out to dinner with like my ex and one of my best friends and I was like if he doesn't pay that's gonna be weird like my father used to pay for fucking everybody and everything you know okay um do you want me to go into my next question yeah you can react to the questions oh okay no I agree I I don't I'm not I don't really have like a reaction to that like I completely agree okay vibes I, I have other questions that's why okay okay I said why okay why I don't know if you still do this. I'm assuming you do because this is just your personality because you and Laura are so different with guys. Why do you go all out with boyfriends who treat you like shit? And then we have to decorate the house with weird balloons and buy them specific vodka when they were literally cheating on you. Gaily, 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 gaily. Why did you allow mom to give my damn car, my Lexus, to an ex-boyfriend <laughs> wait you know it's Kaylee you know it's I need to know the answers to these questions because a lot of it lies with mom Kaylee <laughs> I really need to know you, I'm serious you know what's so funny is that Allie just asked me something similar and we just talked about me giving away the car so that was my car that wasn't <laughs> to be given away like I that was my car and it was literally not written to be given away I got a new car, but who, like, who decided that? I've always wondered. It was a collaborative effort between mom and I just being absolutely dumb. Like, it was just, I thought I was in love. Like, I thought that's what love was. And it. (laughs) I thought it was love. You never knew. I didn't have a problem being the breadwinner. You lived with us. I thought it was very strange. It was. It was really weird. He was living there. I know. It was like, honestly, I remember asking mom and. My question is, why did mom allow statutory rape? I know. Because weren't you 16 I was 16 years old and he was 20-something. Okay, why was that allowed? That's statutory rape. My question for you is, why didn't you speak up? He was literally like your age. Like, why did you not speak up? Because I was in an abusive relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Like, same bitch. I was also in an abusive relationship. We had... crazy like nothing else mattered I was like not like okay like I did not even know he was that old I thought he was like I didn't even know he's your boyfriend what you thought this guy like lived with us why like you 
<laughs> mom is really nice and she loves taking on like charity cases so i was like oh she's just like helping this guy yeah like, whatever why do you think i was sleeping in a bed with one of mom's charity cases <laughs> i don't know i was like fucked up so i didn't even like realize it i was like whatever i was like fighting with my ex all the time and like the room over screaming on the phone so i was like eh Wait, wait. Statutory rape. Like, it was literally not only just statutory rape, actual rape, abuse, oh and okay. mom was just like chilling. That's when mom first started dating her ex-boyfriend. I can't even say his name because mom would kill me. And she was never home. And she was like, Olivia, whatever he needs, like you're gonna do that for him because you're a good person. And I took it to a different degree. Are you still on medication for anxiety? Yeah, I cannot get off this clonopin to save my life. Are you kidding? Like, I've weaned myself off to, like, down to one, but I'm just, I just love it. I can't say that. That doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good. That sounds like addiction. Don't say that. No, I don't love it. I was kidding. I don't love it. I don't love it. But, like, getting off medication is, like, a hard thing to do. Are you on meds? Um, currently very low dosage just because I faint because of panic attacks and i tend to faint in the car Kaylee, when driving what <laughs> yeah it's like really bad like i'll drive and i don't know i i get them randomly like nothing even tra- i don't even i'm like a hermit so i like don't do anything and then like i'll leave and then i'll pass out behind the wheel so like yeah i have to be medicated like, <laughs> yeah kind of wait like, do you know that's so fucked up is that like i remember when I was talking to my therapist it was like six months ago and I was like my OCD is so bad and she's like I think it's time to get on like medication Kaylee I bawled my eyes out you want to know why because I was so scared of mom like mom's reaction to me having to be like put on anti-OCD she hates it so many people would have been thrilled I mean which I kind of like I believe some similar views like Mm -hmm. big pharmaceutical companies I think it just masks the problem. I don't think it's, like, a solution. Yeah, same. Your OCD is, like, annoying because, <laughs> like, you have to touch everything. Yeah. Including the dirty-ass airport. Okay, wait. <laughs> from Mexico. And you had to touch everything. And it was disgu- It was literally so annoying. Like. Her and I were, like, Sissy and I were just, like, get her to fucking stop. Like, she's fucking crazy. And you were, like. The fact that mom didn't put me on meds right then and there is like a problem. You were like seven and you were touching everything. Yeah. We were like outlets. I was like, this is not safe and or sanitary. Like, this is disgusting. No, like horrible. Okay. Yeah. That's like basically a lot of. Okay. So do I get to ask anything else? Do you want one more question? Sure. Make what it happened a- with your? What happened with the guy that you were just dating? Because I'm so confused. Because <laughs> mom told me you had a new boyfriend. I said, okay, that's fine. Like whatever. Yeah. I'm just gonna see how that one goes. Because you tend to like tell over the world that you have a new boyfriend. He's amazing. And then two days later, <laughs> like bipolar. And Laura and I are so different. Laura's very smart though because she made this very like true comment when we were out to eat for her graduation and she's so right when you're in a relationship we're all in this relationship <laughs> and it's bad like Laura has no filter and I agree with her on that one so no what happened that is who, true first of all who is this man <laughs> second of all 
the fact that I texted mom that you guys broke up and she had just met him, she was confused. <laughs> the, <laughs> she was really lying to her. And I was like, no, like, I watched her TikTok. They're done. And she was like, just stop. I was like, okay, never mind. So, like, are you, who is this man? So, this man, Kaylee, he's 32. So, he's old. And he I'm was, old. okay, like, I'm 22. So, we have a big age difference. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then, um, so, like, we were together, like, we were literally dating, and I did exactly what you said, and I told the world, which I shouldn't have done. Like, I literally just put it in last week's episode, and I'm so embarrassed to come back on and be like, guys. I'm embarrassed for you. Kaylee, like, I can't. I texted Laura. No, I, I, I sent Laura a thing on Instagram, and I said, is she okay? Okay, what did I do? What did I post? It was like, fuck his best friend or something. I was like, okay. is she good? <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> I did do that. And no. then, is she good? And she literally said no. Like not even anything else. She just said no. No, I wasn't. I was not okay. And we broke up because I broke up with him because he literally would not stop lying to me. He like love bombed me. And I can't lie. I did love being love bombed. And I knew I was being love bombed. But then like he literally lied to me about working. And we worked at the same place. And I like could check his schedule. That's psychotic though. Of me? Well, you checked his schedule? Well, he said he was working and I just had a gut instinct that he was not working because I'm a little bit psychic and he wasn't working. Well, where was he? He said that he just was playing tennis. That's fucking weird. Bro. Right? Isn't that weird? Yeah. It was a lie. Yeah, but if you have to be that, I wouldn't be that crazy like in the beginning. If it, like, someone made me, like, as crazy as my ex made me, it would never happen. Like, so that's why I, like, left him is because I was like, okay, I don't want to deal with this anymore. But then he sent okay, me. Okay, and then I'm like, what the fuck is with the flower? I don't understand this. Can someone explain this to me, why girls are like this? Mm-hmm. If you break up with a guy. Yeah. And I've seen so many friends, like, have done this. For me, I think it only happened, like, a few times my ex. You girls get these flowers. And it's like, everything's okay again. He, I don't understand what the, the point is in sending fucking flowers. Like, why the fuck are you, like, you get cheated on and he sends you flowers? Like, what the fuck? Doesn't like, mean he didn't unfuck the bitch that he cheated on you with, literally. But for me, he sent me 50 roses. Um, what and, symbolic meaning does it have? Because there's 50 fucking states. It's... <laughs> No, Rose, like it reminded me of Grandma Rose. No, I'm kidding. Um, actually, my name. I know. <laughs> uh, what it did for me is honestly nothing. It honestly made it a little bit more uncomfortable for me to leave him. But then I lost my job and I was really lonely. <laughs> but honestly, I've said this from the day like I've. You don't like working? Yeah, I don't like working. I don't feel like I. I sh- I don't like it. Like I just want to do my comedy. I don't want to have to be bothered with these other little jobs. But like, yeah. I'm single and jobless. It's I've never been better. <laughs> within like two days. Two days. It, I was really confused because mom went to New York. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Mom's Jesus quest is like really starting to get to me. <laughs> Same. It's getting bad. But I actually. I honestly like it's fine to have a faith and I love you, mom. Like I totally support your Christian christianity and christian beliefs which is fine i'm not i wouldn't i don't really categorize myself as like catholic or christian or i have different beliefs in like different things and have a faith which is fine but like mom's 
overwhelming love for Jesus is like really starting to freak me out. It's getting kind of toxic. Like it's getting weird. I feel like I lost my bags and I thought for five seconds in the Dominican Republic. (laughs) And I said, I lost my bag. Like, this is happening to me. Like, this is so horrible. She sent me a text about God. I said this. I said, they lost my fucking bag. Stop. They will find it. Be positive. Stop swearing. Put it in God's hands. Two minutes later, I found my bag. Like, it was never lost. I said, I got it. She said, it's because I asked God to help you. <laughs> and he answered my prayers. Amen. Praise the Lord. Jesus loves you. This is not the energy I had growing up in my house. Like everyone, like, it's that is not brand new energy, and we don't know how to feel I was about it. Never ever raised, like, not like, like with a religious belief. That. No, no. I mean, Catholic a little bit. No, this is like a to- totally new person. She yeah. reads Jesus books. It's really. You want to know what she did to me the other day? She called me. Which she's is fine because I have friends who are like very Christian, and like I totally respect that, and like that's like fine, and like I, I like hearing like different views because I like having like educated conversations. But with like mom, she called me and she made me do a weird. prayer with her. She made me. She Facetimed me and she was like, "Let's join hands for a prayer." Do you yeah, realize that? Right. And do you want to know what the prayer was? It had nothing to do with anything. It just had to do with me finding a job. And I was like, dude, like, I don't need this on a day where I'm just like, I'm dealing with a breakup. I'm dealing with like losing a job. And like, you're calling me to do a joint prayer. Like, I don't know who this woman is. Yeah, she was never like this. I I give her like props though. But she's been like, I just texted her. Do you love Jesus? Okay, love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh my. One sister done, the other one to go. You guys, I'm back with my next guest, my love of my life, my sister Lara. You just heard from my sister Kaylee about my sister Lara, but now we have Lara herself on the podcast. Say hello. Hey. Okay, start asking me some fucking questions. Do- oh, I guess I could ask what's your what's been your favorite episode to film and why? Okay, my favorite episode has been... Oof, this is a hard one. It really shouldn't be that hard. I have one in mind. Oh, are you thinking about the one I did with you? Yeah. Now that I think about it, it was the one I did with um, all my friends when I left Chicago that you weren't in. Dude, what the hell? You were in the week prior, but I do love filming with you, except, like, you don't let me record you, and, like, you get really rude, and you won't let me ask certain questions. Yeah. Um... But I think it has to be the one where I leave Chicago, where I'm like, my friends exposed me. That one has to be one of my... Okay, come on. What the fuck, Lara? What? Nobody wants to hear the wind. Um, I'm in the city right now. The city goal. City goal. goal. We're about to hear you go down the alley. There's some wackos out today. Lara. (laughs) I would say the one that I recorded when... All my friends, I was leaving Chicago and I interviewed all my friends. I really loved that one. And then I would say, um, also, I like, like, take control of your hoe phase or ladies, this is the boyfriend method because these are like methods I came up with by myself and they were like really successful episodes. Love that. Love it. Love, 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 love. Live, laugh, love. All right. Laura, you have to ask several. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? 
what was the hardest episode for you to film and why? <laughs> Probably my rape. Um, no. Period. Actually... My eating disorder episode was probably the hardest one for me to film as well as honestly the one of me like calling out my sexual assaulters by their name like it was pretty fucking easy. Definitely my eating disorder episode was the hardest for me to film. Yeah, that would be really hard. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an asshole. Oh, what, what is your dream episode? What? What is your dream episode? I want to, I think it'd be so funny if I started interviewing NFL and NBA players and just like roasting the fuck, not roasting the fuck out of them, but like, like asking questions that like they definitely don't want to answer. Like, I'll be like, what's your body count? How many times have you got tested for STDs? How many girls do you have on standby? Like, I just like the questions people want to know. And you know, what's funny. One of the guys I was talking to actually DM'd me. And he was like, when am I going to be a guest on the podcast? And I was like, I don't do guests. But I was like, actually, like, let's, let's, let's make this happen. Yeah, why don't you? Because I don't even know him that well. So like me being like, all right, so like how much, how many times have you gotten chlamydia? You'd be like, what is wrong with you? But actually, I honestly just might fucking do it. Like at this point, I might just do it. He plays for, um, so that's actually like a good episode. What do I miss? What do I miss about Chicago? Mm-hmm. My apartment. <laughs> My stunning, beautiful apartment on Wacker Drive. I think I miss living on the 25th floor and taking a fucking elevator up the stairs. And I miss being so close to, like, my best friend. And? And I miss... Oh, my God. I miss my Mackie boy so much. I miss Mac more than anything. And that's about it. I'm gonna hang up. No, I miss you. I do miss you so much. I can't wait to lay in the same bed as you and cuddle and kiss on the lips. You guys, I'm back with my next guest, the one, the only, Maisie Dunn Dance. Yep, it's me. Okay. Bitches. Sound a little bit more excited. <laughs> <laughs> Sound a little bit more thrilled to be doing this. It sounds like I'm like forcing you. I am. <laughs> All right, and ask your questions, Maisie. Ask the fucking questions. Wait, I ask you questions? Yeah, how did you think this was going? Wait, what? I thought this was my interview. Maisie, it's my 100th episode. I sent you a list of things to ask from. Are you kidding me? Okay. Okay. Here I go. It's 555 right now. Oh, my God. Uh, Are you asking this because of the ones that we've done together? Yes. Okay. Can I be more obvious? <laughs> so, because Sissy asked me the same question and I answered so genuinely. It's Sissy asked because she was also on a couple. And when I didn't say her, she got really mad. I'll say the favorite, my favorite one we did out of us two was right before I left for Miami. Because we were on like such a high then. I thought that was so fun. I don't remember what we talked about, though. Friendships. Oh, I thought that was a different one. Maybe it was. Honestly, I don't know. You've been on three episodes. I know. That's crazy. Maybe fame is hard. <laughs> fame is hard. 
famous heart, let me tell you. I was laughing so hard at your text messages this morning. What did they say? What did I text you? Oh, uh, Dina. Oh. <laughs> like, literally, the, the photo of her with the Jesus book. Isn't it your favorite thing ever? Why did she leave the group chat? She's so mad. We just kept re-adding her to the group. <laughs> <laughs> poor girly, poor girly. She's on a big... Look, Kaylee and I... We're talking about my mom, guys. Kaylee and I... I interviewed Kaylee. First of all, Kaylee came on, like, with such intense questions, May. Like, the most no, intense. Like, she was like, why did you give your ex-boyfriend a car when it was my car? And I was like... <laughs> And she was like, why don't you have a job right now? And I was like, dude, what is, what is it? And then she was like, are you scared of Laura? Be honest, I am. And I was like, um. I was like, she literally came on and like held nothing back. And we got into like deep convos about like God because about how obsessive Dina's been about God recently. Well, let's change the narrative. I think you asked me questions. Okay, Maisie, how did it feel being canceled? I'm actually genuinely curious. So trash. <laughs> put me right, put me right in the ground. That's scaring <laughs> me in my grave. Super depressed when that happened. Yeah, that was a bad time. Don't worry, it passes. <laughs> Wait, give a message to everyone who's ever been canceled. <laughs> to those have been that who have been canceled. Good luck out there. Stay strong. <laughs> I know my day will come soon. I know I'm going to get canceled, yeah. and I know I'll have a mental breakdown about it. It's crazy, because you say absurd things, but I don't think you can ever get canceled. Yeah. Let's not even put that in writing, because, like, watch it, someone try and cancel. Because uh, they'll try and cancel me, and be like, I don't give a fuck, and they'll be like, that's why we're canceling you. <laughs> that's literally why we're canceling you. Um, How much is the most money? I'll tell my answer if you tell your answer. How much is the most money you've made off of a brand deal? You don't really do brand deals. I don't do that. <laughs> I didn't do those. No, zero. Like probably thirty-five dollars. Are you serious? Yeah. How about you? Goals? What? What? TV? Crocs. Crocs? <laughs> yeah, I did a horrific Crocs brand deal. Okay, yeah, ask me more questions. Don't be you shy. Ask, ask me questions first. Let's go back and forth. You ask one, I ask Fine. one. Fine. Okay. What's your favorite memory of, or what's your favorite thing about me? My favorite thing about you is your personality that you literally show to nobody. It's your personality behind closed doors. Like if you were the real you, the world would be obsessed. But like you, for some reason, like do not post the real you. And it makes me upset. Okay. Wow. Okay. So nice. Um, my question for you is what is your favorite look I've ever served? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh a hundred percent this one with the with the beige jacket on oh and the bra yeah it's everything okay thank you i do love that one i was looking at that the other day and i was like you slayed the house down like that was i was yeah, honestly in awe of myself um I like your hair like this with the bangs in the front straightened Oh, that one? Those are, I just got my new extension, so I was trying them out. Oh, nice. Ew, why did you respond like that? Livy, <laughs> this bird that I'm looking at on Instagram reminds me of you. Wait, is it a, a pigeon's been flying up to my window recently, and I don't know why? Go look now. Go look. 
We're literally recording my 100th episode right now. No, but just go look really quick because it's literally you and me. Okay, ask me, like, ask me, like, how does it feel to have 100 episodes? Go. Oh, yeah. Libby, how does it feel to have 100 episodes? That's so lit. <laughs> you sound more genuine. Anyways, it feels so good. No, <laughs> oh, wait, tell everybody where they can see you. What have you been doing? I've been doing the Mass Singer tour. Maisie, you've been sounding super depressed this whole, this whole interview. It's not giving. Yeah, you know what else is not giving? What? Uh, going through a breakup. Ever heard of that? Like, I am going through so, one too. We're going through one together. Yeah, one of two weeks. Mine's been two years. Maisie, so. mine was two months. Please be a little bit more respectful. Okay, I have to go upstairs. Do you want to know? Upstairs. Do you want to know? Wait, do you want to know my method to help you heal your breakup? It's super quick. Yeah. Is Post an Instagram photo to your story, tag all your favorite athletes and rappers, put it to the bottom of the screen, and they will be sliding in your DMs. Do like a hot selfie. I can't see. Honestly, your breakup has really been affecting me. I almost sent you and drew a picture of all of us the other day, but I decided not to because I thought it would have been inappropriate. Guys, I'm back with Katie. You know her, my bestie, who's a nutrition god and a fitness god, and she's here to ask me questions. So ask me questions. On oh, God, they know who I am. I, your whole episode was about me. I didn't even mean for that to happen. <laughs> it's just like this episode is just about Katie. I literally did not mean. Well, no, I did, but I didn't. But I did. But go on. Ask me questions about myself, bitch. Okay. I mean, what's new? Libby loves to talk about herself. I know, and it was uh, really hard interviewing Maisie because she wanted to talk about herself. Anyways, go on. I can't imagine. <laughs> it was horrible. Okay, let me think. Um, how did you get comfortable posting like what whatever you want like on your podcast or like whether it's TikTok, just getting comfortable with being like so vulnerable and like talking about like controversial topics? I could say. Yeah. Oh my god. Talk about, like, whatever. That's a really good question. Um I'm answering it while you're on the phone. Just so you know. <laughs> Anyways, I feel like sometimes I even still struggle with that because I like I, I post something and it is a little controversial and I'll see all the negative hate comments and I take it down even though I, I know I should keep it up because it's just boosting my engagement. But I feel like I got comfortable with it by being like, I just don't give a fuck and like this is who I am. I'm not going to hide who I am. And like there's so many parts to me. And I feel like once you decide to do social media in any sense, you're kind of deciding to put yourself out there. And if you're not going to put yourself out there and be vulnerable, then don't do social media. Does that make sense? Was that a little rude? Uh, that's a good point, Diane. What do you think people take away most when they listen to your podcast? Um, Laughter, but like, holy shit, this bitch has been through a lot. Like, I feel like they're like, oh my God, she's been through so much and so many horrible things and she can laugh about it. But at the same time, it's like, okay, if she can laugh about it, then like what I'm going through, like I can also laugh about it. Like, I think it's funny to like laugh about your rape. You know what I mean? Like, why are we just going to cry all the time? Yeah. That was... I was like, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I just go, yeah. <laughs> like... I think it's good to make light of the situations and it's like other people go through that so not everything can just be a sob story exactly take what you can from it make it into something 
positive. And it makes it so much less heavy. Like it makes it 20 times less heavy. It's just like, I feel like my main thing is I just want to like, I hope people take from it is that like, it doesn't have to be as heavy as it feels like you can get past it and over it and I'll feel like a lot lighter. Right. Uh, kind of what, I was, what I was asking was like, what do you want people to feel like when they like walk away? Like after listening to like what you're preaching. And I feel like it is that you make light of whatever negative experience you've had and you just show people like that you can be confident you can learn from it and like everything just evidently is growth yeah and that's gonna be positive no matter what it's just what you make of it literally that's like the biggest thing is like you have the choice to make everything positive yeah 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 you looking to my closet right now i don't know to wear it it's cold set i'm feeling Um, pink for you pink Pink. I don't need anything pink. All I own is the midday matcha hoodie. Guys, get your merch. Oh, wait. <laughs> that campaign is done. <laughs> That's like the most money on sale right now. Oops. My bad. I was actually going to release 100, um, 100 episode merch, and I did not put it out. <laughs> so there's okay, no we, point. We were depressed. We had like a depressive like two weeks. Oh, my God. It was such a horrible two weeks for us, guys. You don't even want to know. It was so depressing. Oh, what's your long-term goal with, like, social media? And I guess why did you get into influencing and what do you see the outcome of it? Or, like, what do you see this coming as for you? Mine is to definitely grow my brand personality wise like I okay to be honest it was an income to me okay what I really wanted it to be and I still want it to be like this is I want to make an income off of all my social media stuff like a solid income off of all my social media stuff while I focus on my comedy which means like writing directing producing shows and so like I don't have to work any other job and I can just work both and like the podcast falls into my comedy as well and like social media does that as well that is like the main reason I got into it and I think it's super important to evolve with the times like I was so big on only doing stuff on stage and then the panorama hit and I was like TikTok is like the worst I'm never joining TikTok now here I am um only doing social media stuff I haven't done in-person stuff in a while because of I think social media is the future and I think you have to go with what the future is and like sketch shows for me were not going to be around much longer so I was like might as well evolve with the times and evolve with the times and what do I want to gain from this a cult following (laughs) I want to I want to start my own cult I want such a loyal and dedicated audience that when I do put out TV shows, books, movies, everything that they'll be like, oh, I remember her from the start and I'll watch her stuff no matter what she does. <gasps> That's so deep, Katie. All right, tell me you love me and say something to the you. podcast. Say something to the podcast. I was like, oh, bye, potty. Ew, Katie, podcast. what the <laughs> fuck? Ew, absolutely. Ew, You're done. Bye. You're done. I love bye. you. Bye. Yeah, you need help with workouts oh yeah let me get your instagram up bye guys follow katie's psychopathic self on kidding she's the most calm she keeps me normal which is like follow katie katie o katie o oh oh my god katie o she is my nutrition gal she helps with all my workouts she does everything she literally is doing a food plan for me right now. So Katie.oh.
Is that it? Yeah. Katie.oh. The bitch has got some good fucking recipes and she's got amazing fitness things because she's the fattest ass and it's like you just need to look at it. Okay, <laughs> that's it for the Katie part. You guys, the last guest I'm bringing on, the final guest is my mother, the woman who births me out of her own vagine. She's coming on. If she ever answers this fucking phone call. Mom, you have to ask your midday matcha questions. What's my question? No, mom. Holy shit, did you not read the group chat? I'm supposed to ask you a question? You're supposed to ask me a, several questions. About what? Mom. Oh my God. Like I can make it anything I want it to be? Yeah, it's the 100th episode. So like, I'm... Where, where do I... Where do I my, my you're on air right now. Like, we're recording. Okay, here's my question. How come you're half black and half blonde? My hair is half black and half blonde because, mom, I don't have fucking money to get my hair dyed until June 12th, baby. That's when I'm getting my hair done. And do you like your better, your hair better black or blonde? Mom, holy shit. If you're going to talk about my roots, I'm not doing this. I'm literally. I like the dark hair with the light eyes. I would go with the dark hair and the light eyes. No, I like the blonde. Like, the blonde is staying. The brown wasn't supposed to be here this long. Um, are you excited about your 100th episode? No. I don't blame you. Mom, shut up, Mom. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I, I'm i just, it's crazy. It's 100 episodes. Can you believe that? Kind of. Um, I have to get my hair cut now. I'll call you back. I can't think of more questions. Mom, what the fuck was this? Goodbye. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. That is the end of my 100th episode. It was an interesting one, to say the least. I said I'd give you my week intro at the end of the podcast, but I don't even think it's going to be like a week intro. Um, I think I'm just going to talk about hitting 100 episodes. It's kind of crazy to me. I don't know. When I started this, I just had one goal in mind, and that was to be consistent. Like, I didn't care about anything else. I just cared about weekly episodes because if I'm going to do something, I'm going to fucking do it. Because like a lot of people start podcasts and don't fully go through with it. So my one thing was like, I'm not missing a week and I haven't missed a lot of weeks. I think I only missed three weeks, but it's been two years and a hundred episodes. I am super grateful for everyone who has been here along the way. And yeah, I can't wait to do 50 million more. All right. I love every single one of you. Have a great day, night, evening. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at SheIsLivvy. And yeah, that's that.